Hello, and welcome to a very exciting remote episode of Classical Pairings. I'm your host, Nick Johnson, and this was one of the most enjoyable times I have had. I was in Sao Paulo, Brazil last October to do a series of lectures for the Sao Paulo Contemporary Composers Festival. While there, I enjoyed the most amazing five-hour lunch with two fantastic people. The music guest was my friend Mayra Ferrara, an assistant conductor at the Municipal Theater of Sao Paulo and an alumna of Butler University's graduate program. My food guest was my friend Ana Lucia, a PhD in business economics and professor and researcher in fashion economics. She is also an avid cook in her spare time, specializing in cuisine of the Amazon region of Brazil, which was the focus of this episode. We met at Anna's apartment in Sao Paulo for a lunch that lasted nearly all day, and in fact only ended because I needed to catch a plane that night back to Indiana. Anna cooked numerous dishes using ingredients I had never even heard of, and the whole time we were enjoying each other's company and discussing Brazilian classical music. This episode is only a small portion of that conversation, but I think you will enjoy it. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to a very special episode of Classical Pairings. We are recording here. Um, we're in uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil, doing a very special episode with my good friends who are going to be talking music, we're going to be talking food. They've been waiting patiently to start eating this delicious food. So how about really quickly, let's cheers first. Cheers. 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 So we're going to be talking about Brazilian cuisine. We're going to talk about some, some uh, music in Brazil. Can you really quickly introduce yourselves? Yeah. Meira, do you want to start? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Um, so I'm Maíra Ferreira, I am a musician from Brazil, I'm very happy to be here doing this podcast with you, Dr. Johnson <laughs> and Ana. Uh, I'm also a choral conductor, mm-hmm. and I did my master's in the United States, and I came back three years ago, and now I work with choirs, basically I conduct every day of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I conduct a professional choir and two students' choir. I'm uh, Lucia. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional uh, of um, economy mm-hmm. in the uh, McKinsey University, and I love to cook. So I'm here to cook, but I'm uh, my profession is economist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love to cook and I love to eat. Yeah, <laughs> and I love to eat your cooking. I've eaten maybe six or seven meals that you've prepared. Oh, each of them Thank close you to my heart. For I'm so happy to, to hear the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, wonderful. <laughs> to, to prepare my, my dish yeah. that I like to do. So, um, this is some food that this, these are all fresh, organic food. Uh, these are recipes that, that you've come up with that are maybe somewhat Brazilian, somewhat your own idea. Um, this, this, this recipe is you know, the fresh, fresh food. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a ton of fresh. Mm-hmm. Tuna fresh, <laughs> marinated tuna fresh. Uh, marinated tuna. Marinated tuna. Yeah, marinated, marinated tuna. Yeah. And uh, this dish uh, takes marinated uh, tuna fish mm-hmm. um, and uh, tomato sauce, mm-hmm. um, basil pesto, mm-hmm. and crisp dough. Crispy dough. Crispy dough. <laughs> crispy dough, which crispy is like dough. a, it sort of looks like a, a pita maybe that you, you yes, cooked in, pita, yeah, right. yeah, yes. you, in the oven or in the, um, in the skillet? In the oven. In the oven, in the oven. okay. So you wanted any, to... Any, any, any chip, 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 chip of, uh, mm-hmm. chip of uh, cheese, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, some shredded cheese. Over, yeah. over, over the over everything. Yeah. Um, you put uh, my mm -hmm. seared, seared, sealed, uh, sealed, sealed, sealed olive. I I <laughs> never heard of a, of a sealed olive before today. Sealed. And um, um, cheese. Mm -hmm. Cheese, yeah. Cheese. <laughs> So let's start. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's show us what you got. So this is. Uh, so if you're listening to this, this food looks amazing, um, so colorful, so vibrant. I can't wait. But yeah, let's go ahead and um, oh. if you want to show us what you're doing, the maybe you should take a couple pictures of her making it. No, Sorry, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my ear at work here. Uh, we'll talk music soon, but we need to start eating yeah, first, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the, the first one you mm -hmm. put this. Mm -hmm. The tomato. Um, uh, the tomato. The fresh tomato um, sauce. We can. We can uh, put the the. The basic. Uh -huh. uh, As a base, the, yeah, the, the, the crispy dough. The crispy dough. <laughs> <laughs> and put that sounds this. like a music term, dough, the crispy dough. <laughs> crispy dough. <laughs> you tell and your choir, I need a crispy dough. <laughs> and you put the... Some of the camera might not be getting it, but my ear has got a picture, so we'll, okay. we'll, we'll put that in. Over this, mm -hmm. you put the... The, the tuna? Marinated. Yeah, the marinated tuna. Tuna. So is it, did you cook the tuna also, or is it raw tuna? Yes, I... I, I you did cook it? I no, she, you didn't cook. You just soaked it. It cooked on the lime. And ah, the lime. okay. Yes. So no heat. No heat. Just the lime and the marinade. Oh, yes. Wow. I, I'm yeah. so excited already. <laughs> to eat this. Yeah. No, okay, yeah, you're fine. You went to the market today to get most of this, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's all fresh. Oh, fresh. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, you put again. More tomato. More, more tomato. Okay, okay. But what all is in the tomato sauce? Uh, onion, garlic, is there... Garlic, uh -huh. onion, uh -huh. um, olive oil, mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, basil, mm -hmm. um, a little cheese, mm -hmm. and um, a little uh, butter. Mm, nice. And this is, uh, so this recipe I'm seeing here, is this traditional Brazilian or is this your... No, it's my recipe. It's your recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Not traditional, it's my recipe. Okay, I, I love that. She was telling me that she saw this in an advertisement, ah, the picture, okay. and then she wants to try her own yeah, version. Make it better. You know? Yeah, and yeah. she didn't look for a recipe. She uh -huh. just looked at it and tried it, mm -hmm. and now we're going to eat and so now a layer of no, the pesto. I put so we've had we've had a layer of crispy, basil, crispy basil. dough, and then basil pesto. Yeah, basil. so crispy dough, tomato sauce, the raw marinated tuna, tomato sauce. Yes, basil and pesto. This is so beautiful. Now you finish with the sealed, sealed, <laughs> sealed <laughs> olives, sealed black olives, black olives. Yes. So to seal it, you just cooked it at a high temperature and oil really briefly, right? Yeah. Okay. Alright, that's so yeah. pretty. It's just to... To, to decorate? To, to decorate. Yeah, it's so pretty. I, I mean, I'm, uh, so much of the food I've had in Brazil, there's so much attention paid to the, the way it looks. Um, you know, you eat it with your eyes first. Oh, oh my and gosh. here goes the cheese. <laughs> my girl and I both gasp as the cheese I is dumped onto this. This, <laughs> this is such a gorgeous dish. That you prepared for us. I've never eaten anything like this in my whole life, and I can't wait. The smell is amazing. The oh, it's so pretty the way. You, you know. And so you study fashion as well. So you have a you have, yeah, yeah. You have, you have a great eye for the, the, the colors and the 
textures and everything working together. Do this for okay. my Instagram. Okay. <laughs> this is the starter. Starter. The starter. The starter light light appetizer. The appetizer. Wait, this is an appetizer. This is an appetizer. This is not the main dish. This isn't the main dish. No. Oh wow. This is the second the second dish. Wait, you have you have another dish? Yes. This is the best day of my life. It's not the lunch. The appetizer. This is the appetizer. I thought it was please lunch. I know this is. Please. I can't. I can't believe I've never seen such an amazing appetizer. You're in Brazil. This is Brazil. That's how it works in this here. This is a good country. <laughs> now, this is so amazing. Okay. You can try. Oh, if we finally get to eat. Okay. And then we'll talk some music as we eat. But okay. Normally we talk more music on this podcast, but now we're, I'm just so excited about this This food. is much more interesting. This is much more interesting. It's so beautiful. Every bite is a different flavor, right? right. Like it's a different yeah. thing that you notice. Yeah. If an American comes to Brazil, what's, the, what's something they should eat? What is that? It's like black beans and pork meat. Mm, okay. F -f -f say it one more time. I think Feijoada. we well, I have had this. Yes. I had it at a restaurant uh, here. I didn't know what it was. It looked delicious and was delicious. Okay. So it's a black bean and pork. Yes. Um, and you, do you eat it with rice or? White uh, rice. Okay. And... <laughs> What's the, um, the root that, you, that is in a lot of the cooking here? What's that called? Manjok. Manjok? Manjok. Okay. And that's in a lot of things here, right? Yes. Okay. That's you Do you use that a lot in your cooking? Yes. Okay. What, what exactly is it? Because um, I've never heard of it in America, and I come to Brazil, and it's in 70% of the dishes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> olive. There's a famous dish mm -hmm. um, that uh, takes... Um, Manioc, uh, calls escondidinho. So it's like um, uh, smashed mandioca, mm -hmm. then meat, and then this again, it's like a loaf, like a meat loaf, mm. but with without potato. Oh, okay. Instead of potato, okay, yeah. you use mandioca. Yeah. So does this thing, is it kind of the same function as a potato? In, in America, we put potatoes in everything. Is it very common? Like it's, a, it's not that common because it's not so easy to cook, right? Majorca, or it is. Might be easy oh, for you to yeah. cook, but. <laughs> and you don't have the, the entire year as you have potato, right? I think. So I, I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's okay. You're here to talk about music. You're Especially fine. Especially <laughs> in the, the, the north, north of Brazil. North of Brazil. Yeah. And you're from the yes. north of Brazil, right? Yes. I'm from, is the, um, I'm from the north of Brazil. Yeah. How is the. Is the is the food very different in the north of Brazil than in it's Sao Paulo? So different. So different. So, so different. can you explain some of the differences, um, or if you, if you for, know any Maida or? Uh, for example, um, a lot of uh, dishes from north north of Brazil, mm -hmm. um, you uh, takes tucupi. Uh, tucupi mm -hmm. is. This is. Um, uh, is is um, make to to the wild cassava, wild mandioca, wild. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, a, a plant, the, the, or is the, it a root? The, the wild, wild cassava. There's a, a poison. 
Oh yeah, if, if you don't cook it, that, that, right? Uh, if you cook yeah. it uh, from three days, the the poison. Three days. The, three days. <laughs> so you eat it for three days. Uh -huh. Then the poison's gone. Days, uh, oh, okay. The the poison. How did they figure that out? Uh, Neutralize it. How did they figure out the One two day days? <laughs> <laughs> two days, not a person died. Yeah. Three yeah. days, everybody lived. So okay. uh, <laughs> after after three days, uh -huh. the poison uh, neutralized. Mm. If if you cook it for two or three days, mm -hmm. uh, the, wow. the the poison neutralizes. Okay. Calm. <laughs> I'm going to cook it with tukupi, but the but the tukupi uh, was cooking. Wait, we're uh, gonna eat some of it now or? Yes. Oh. And you already and you. And it's good. Dish. It's not gonna poison us. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's been three days. In this case, I am In this case, the was cooking for three days, and the deposit was neutralized. Did you cook it, or do you buy it that way? I, 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 I buy. You buy it already? Buy. Yeah, because yeah. that seems I, like I, a lot I, of work. I believe that. I believe that the, 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 it was cooked. For okay. <laughs> we, I believe <laughs> that someone <laughs> cooking cooking. We'll find out. Uh, for, for you will be the first one. So we need to pick a piece of music to go with this dish. What we do in this podcast is we before we go to the the poison dish. <laughs> before <laughs> we we pick music to listen to as you're trying foods or drinks or things like that. So Maia and I are going to come up with a piece of music. I'm putting on, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yeah, a piece yeah. of like what would be the perfect music to listen to that captures so we have all these different flavors. We have freshness, we have um, the raw seafood, we have the olive, the pesto, um, the cheese. It's sort of everything kind of stacked into one. It's sort of layered, um, very bright and colorful, but harmonious. It, it's very, uh, you know, it's consonant food, right? Everything it's works, consonant, it's consonant food. Okay. Everything works well together. Everything melds into that kind of a perfect harmony. Why don't we pick some Villa Lobos piece? Ah, which is a Brazilian composer and Please, has some acidity. Acidity. Some acidity. Okay, so yeah, what's a, what's a Villa Lobos piece? Um, a piano piece, maybe. Okay. 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 Am I using my my? Is that okay, or I can grab my phone? Yeah. Okay. Is it okay, a piano piece? Uh -huh. Piano piece by Villa Lobos. I love it. Mm -hmm. I already love it, Maeda. And the name is Brazilian Soul, which is kind of. Okay. Obvious, but it is. That's okay. That's okay. So okay. This and is... it changes the mood. Yeah. As right. our dish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our dish has multiple layers, starting with the crispy dough, <laughs> tomato, tuna, tomato, basil, cheese, olive, basil. <laughs> what a beautiful thing. Let's see who. Okay, so we're gonna do. This is uh, Via Lobos Brazilian Soul.
What a beautiful piece of music, uh, Amanda, I think that you've chosen here. So what, what do you think on it? Do you think that this layered, acidic at moments, but just this gorgeous piece by Gabe do you think it works well with this dish? Você acha que combina? No. Yes. Because uh, it's it, the beginning of the music. Um, it's, it's calm, mm -hmm. romantic, yeah. and um, it, it's it's like in, when you put in your mouth uh, the, the the first flavor uh, that you uh -huh. uh, feel. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's uh, soft, soft, soft. Yeah. It's yeah, soft yeah. 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 And and. Um, Leather, yeah, leather, yeah. leather. Um, it's the the uh, you feel the strong uh, mm -hmm. the strong flavor uh, from the lemon. Yeah. And makes it to the the, the taste to the the tuna fish. Yeah. And I think uh, the, the 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 flavor finish it with with mm -hmm. the flavor of uh, basil basil mm -hmm. basil. Yeah, the, the pesto. It's a pesto. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah. I, I think the music can uh, have this. Yeah. Uh, this, this, this face. Yeah. That's nice. I think oh, it's, that's it's, nice. It's beautiful, yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, the, the tomato kind of makes sweet. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Yes, yeah. there's something sweet about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I forgot that, uh, to talk about the, the, the tomato was... Yeah, I, I, I love that, all the layers, and then this piece goes through all these different emotions, but that they're all, they work well together. There was a moment in the piece where we were... I agree with you. Like, that's the tuna that I'm hearing right now, or that's the, the olives that I'm hearing right now. Fantastic, a Brazilian composition, a Brazilian dish. It's wonderful. I couldn't Yay. be happier, I couldn't be happier. You recently performed a pretty major new opera, right? Yes. What, what was that, and, and how was your experience with that? It's the opera Prism by the American composer Ellen Reed. Mm -hmm. um, she actually came to Brazil. Yeah. Nice. Um, it was the most challenging thing of my career so far. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that old, but yeah. I can say that. Um, I prepared this was a, so this was a brand new opera? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think they performed twice in, in two different places in mm -hmm. the United States, Los mm -hmm. Angeles and New York. Okay. And she won a Pulitzer last year. Mm -hmm. uh, the opera premiered in November in the United States. We brought a month ago here. Mm -hmm. So in, and in, in September, September, beginning in September, of September. Yeah. And the interesting, interesting thing <laughs> that I must say is that the theater has a ballet, ballet, mm -hmm. the dance. Yeah, yeah. And it's clear that the audience in music and ballet is mm -hmm. totally different. Mm. When I go to the ballet yeah. and in the same theater that I work, I see like young people, like very mm -hmm. cool people and really? hipster and <laughs> you know like So there's a lot of hipster ballet fans and so Yes. Opera. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's and cool. Opera is okay, the, that might sort of. I think ballet does draw maybe a younger crowd in America also. But I don't know if there's because it's a modern there. ballet. Yeah. you have been there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for this opera, the audience was totally different hmm. from when we do a Mozart opera. Yeah, or a so it was a younger. It was the hip, same people. <laughs> the it was like hipster opera fans. Yeah, and then yeah. you opera reach. needs more hipster fans. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, that sounds like a joke, but I, I'm actually quite serious yeah, about that. Yeah, and I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Because, um, well, the, the challenge is how do we reach these people, yeah. reach, reach these people yeah. to keep coming to yeah. our concerts? Yeah. So 
is modern music the key of success? It might be. It I mean, might be. I do think you know music needs to be relevant to the time, I and know. you know, I I love Mozart's operas. He wrote those for a completely different situation in history, completely different audience, completely different people. And while his operas, I think, tell stories that we can relate to, and I think that you know, this, you know, Don Giovanni tells stories of power struggles, of uh, gender relations, things we can still really relate to. But a, a you know, a new work, especially by a Pulitzer Prize composer, I mean, she's speaking to the issues of today. Yeah, and, and it talks about sexual harass, uh, uh, yeah, harassment. Yeah, 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 and. I mean, I think that's wonderful. I, I, there are definitely new operas being performed in America often, um, mm -hmm. but I, I wish there were more. I mean, I, so you know, it's probably what 80, 90 percent old. Yeah, same. 10, 20 new. I wish it was maybe more. Even. I don't know. If, I don't know if we go Four all the way. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And because I do think that it can appeal to younger audiences in a way. And you know, if you. It, you said you have good marketing with your company. I, mean, I think that matters. You need posters. You need social media. Things that appeal to the eye of a of a younger concert goer. Maybe um, I don't know. Yeah, people want to something that they can connect with, mm -hmm. even yeah. in social media or the music itself. I don't think people don't like modern music. I feel like they don't know modern music. And so it was well received, though. It was. Yeah. It was because people related to the story. Yeah. The daughter was abused, and the mother feels um, guilty. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like an abusive relationship because the mother tries to protect the daughter so bad that she keeps her away from everything that is outside the perfect world mm -hmm. that yeah. she creates to them, which yeah. they call sanctuary. Mm. Anyway, it's just so real and so possible to happen yeah, that people yeah. related were related to that story. Yeah, yeah. And the music, of course, helps and creates the all the atmosphere. Yeah. And anyways, people who have never been to an opera before went yeah. there. I yeah. invited them. That's wonderful. And they were like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" Because <laughs> yeah. everything fits. Everything yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And it is. Music composed last year. Yeah. So, is is this a real thing that people don't like new music, or they just are not used I think, to, or they yeah. just don't know? I think they're not. I think they just don't know. And, and you know, companies have to. They know that if they program Mozart, they can. They know they're going to sell at least this many tickets. Mm -hmm. If you do a brand new work, you don't know, and, and so it's hard. You know, for a company that's trying to, decide, they need to make the budget. And they need to make sure they make enough money to keep the opera going. Um, and so especially in cities that aren't as big as Sao Paulo, you know, especially in smaller cities like in, in Indianapolis mm -hmm. or something, um, you, you have to be a little more careful just because you just don't have as many people to attract. But I do think companies that are taking risks with brand new works, I mean, that has to be the future of, of opera. Like it's... Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. But like, if you, I don't know, which one is the Mozart opera, the, the longest one? Which is the longest opera? Well, it doesn't matter. Like, but in, like in terms the, of length? Yeah, like the Magic Flute. It, it's either Magic Flute or Figaro, I think. But I, I honestly don't know that. Okay, or La Clemenza. But they're long. Uh, or, yeah, maybe Clemenza. I mean, they're all, those are all over three hours. But so do, maybe that's some of the, how long was the one you did? Is that what you're getting? Yeah, it's three yeah. hours. But yeah. do people really, I mean, yeah. I'm talking about the traditional yeah. Audience, yeah. do they really love this opera? 
Like, because I feel like people Wait, which is, uh, like get favorite? tired in the middle of the opera. Like, they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, this never ends. But then they, no, <laughs> I, seriously, I, I they will keep. Yeah. It, it, it depends on the work. Okay. But yes, it is true. I will even admit, you know, I'm on tape saying this. There are moments in the Marriage of Figaro where I'm like checking my watch. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready for act three to be over. And it, I get bored. You're right. That doesn't happen to me in Don Giovanni because I love it so much. But you it are, happens a little bit in the Magic Flute. You are a musicologist. I am, yeah. And I get bored in Figaro. Right? I, I, mean, I love act one and I love act, uh, act two of Figaro. And then the second half, um, I'll admit, I'm like, okay. There, like, there's going to be people listening to this right now that are mad <laughs> that I'm saying that. I'm sorry. I, no, 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 what I, I'm asking. I wasn't saying you have to be mad. But I mean, I, you know, there, I'll get bored during some Beethoven symphonies. Oh, me too. Like, and I, you know, I, I adore several of the symphonies, but some of them, you think it's going to end, and then 10 minutes later, it's still going. You know, and then that, and I, I, it can be a bit much. And this, hopefully, you know, I'm applying for tenure right now. Hopefully, I don't lose my job for, <laughs> for a second. Sometimes a Beethoven symphony no, is really boring. But what I'm te- what I, what I want yeah, to Sorry. say with this, and I'm asking you is, so, do people really love opera and classical music and Beethoven symphony? How are they related to it that they get bored in the middle? I mean, how can it be both? How can you love it and get bored? Is that what you're asking? I'm talking about the audience itself. Like, uh, do they really like this work or they just like because it seems fancy to like this yeah, work? And I'm not talking yeah. about us because we at least, I, know, I, know. I try to understand and I, yeah. I try to see the conductor and yeah. I'm paying attention at the stories and her voice or his voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do. And I think this is a really good question that I think some classical musicians might be afraid of the answer. This is the first time I've had a real conversation about someone who loves this music and is also like, sometimes this is really boring. And I think people are kind of afraid of this conversation because if there's like this thin veneer that we don't want to, um, we don't want to crack. Yeah. You know, we want to pretend. We like, don't want to go against what we're exactly, doing. Because we, this is, both of us, this and is our, I, our career is yeah, classical music. And, and, <laughs> and that's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if I think about the audience that goes frequently to see Beethoven symphonies or whatever, and the people who went to see the opera, this new opera that we performed, mm-hmm. people who have never been to an opera before, mm-hmm. and they were really into it. Yeah without knowing anything yeah. or yeah, being yeah. prepared. This is authentic to me. This is yeah. real. Yeah. And I'm not saying that is wrong. People who go to an opera or yeah. a, a concert, because it, it is a social thing for them yeah. to dress up, mm-hmm. to have a glass of wine and to meet mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. And that's yeah. how I survived. That's, <laughs> that's my job. But I'm saying as a musician, we really need to think about that because yeah. we are just being in this. Oh man, I don't want to go that way. It's great. Okay. Go, go, go. go. We like can, this if you don't industry, like it. yeah. Like we are just feeding it. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and, yeah. and like, come yeah, on. and it's just it's a circle. Are we, we like doing sort of a good Beethoven as they did, or are we just doing one more Beethoven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you don't have to be scared. That's so is, intense. But it's, but it's a tough question because it is... Um, 
it is music that that we love, but it is it is our careers for both of us in, in different aspects. But you know, yeah, it's um, and so it's scary to think about what if we get rid of it or something. And so it's sort of like we're getting tense thinking yeah. about like, wait, should we stop doing Beethoven symphonies? And um, I don't think we should, but I, I do actually think we should do them less. And this is going to come out during the Beethoven 250. Like, I shouldn't be talking about this right yeah, now. Yeah, like next but, year, uh, yeah, yeah, 2020. But yeah. it's... Um, We're having this Beethoven festival as well. Yeah, I mean, everybody in the world is having a Beethoven yeah, right? festival. Yeah, like, And, not. you know, there's a lot of pretty good composers that don't get played that often. And there's a lot of composers. There are some studies that, you know, some symphonies will play more Beethoven symphonies than symphonies of people of color or women combined of an entire season and mm -hmm. it's that's infuriating yeah and that's and I, I'm not trying to necessarily insult because I understand that there are budgetary reasons they do those things yeah but it's it can be dangerous and for the long the longevity of the art form I don't know what do you think the answer is do we are you nervous talking I'm about nervous <laughs> I, I don't have an answer I mean I agree with you we should balance more then everybody will be happy. People yeah. who want to see Beethoven, yeah. and we want to play Beethoven, but mm -hmm. we need to do different stuff. And yeah. we are working on that. All right, so we are, we've had a nice little break here, and um, to prepare, I, I believe you called this the second course. And what I'm seeing right now in front of me is six separate dishes. Um, so I think calling this the, separate, the second course is maybe, um, a little bit of exaggeration, but some of these are some of the most amazing food I've seen. I think we've got some North Brazilian food here, yes. ingredients at least yes. here. Um, and so we're going to dig into these. At some point, Mayeda, you will have to pick a piece of music to encapsulate all of this. I don't know if that will be possible. Oh we're looking at jumbo sized fried shrimps, uh, rice with shrimp, and jambon. Uh, some uh, uh, sea bass, sea bass some yeah. with with a uh, reduction uh, to copy. Oh, to, yeah. So we'll need to talk about that in a second. <laughs> I, I see so many things. How about um, reduction of to copy? To copy. Okay, and this is that's the poison. Yes. <laughs> yes. The tukupi is the thing that has to be cooked. It's the root that you have to but, cook for three days. It's not poisonous. Yes, and, and it's very the, common in North Brazil. Yes. Okay. okay. The Amazon region. In the Amazon. Okay. And then, would you introduce yourself real quickly? Our butler is now joining us finally to eat. My name is Carlos. I am the, the husband. Mm -hmm. husband. Mm -hmm. I am from Northeast Brazilian. Mm -hmm. And I live there. And I'm married there. She's from North and I'm from Northeast. Mm -hmm. And we live, we live very happy. Yeah. Eating a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now in Sao Paulo. It's a secret of a marriage. Uh -huh. of a marriage. Ah. When she got nervous, she began to cook. The <laughs> <laughs> we have in our life is to become <laughs> No problem. So, um, I don't even know where to start. I want you to describe some of these dishes, as, as, but where would you like to start? And then we can all dig in. What, what, um, this is Sibas. Yeah. They grilled, they grilled Sibas mm -hmm. with uh, reduction of Tukupi. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Mandioquinha Pira. Okay. So that, that's a Brazilian <laughs> potato? Uh, it's, it's a kind of potato mm -hmm. from Brazil. Okay, what's it called one more time? Mare... Mandioquinha. Called Mandioquinha. Mandioca. Mandioca. That's easier for me to say. 
in Rio de Janeiro, people call that Baroa potato. It's okay. another Baroa word, potato. another okay. Portuguese okay. word in some parts of Brazil. It's a very beautiful potatoes. yellow color. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we have some shrimp, some uh, fried jumbo fried shrimp. shrimp. Yeah. Fried shrimp. Yeah. And then, sorry, we keep going. <laughs> and rice with uh, jumbo and one shrimp. Mm-hmm. And, this is jumbo. Uh, this is a thing Americans tukupi, don't know. With tukupi. With tukupi. So there's two things Americans don't know. So what is jumbo? The green? It's a leaf. A leaf. A uh-huh. leaf from from Pará. Um, that when you when you put in your mouth, um, you you feeling uh, your mouth uh, a little a little shaking. Yeah, tingle. Tingle. The tingles are like a sparkle in your mouth, and they make an alcohol out of that, right? Yeah. And they put uh-huh. in some alcohol, yeah. Yeah, so then when you drink it, your mouth goes... Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like when you go to the dentist, but much yeah. better. Much nicer, <laughs> slight, slight shaking. So this dish is going to like tingle in my mouth when I eat it. Yeah? yeah. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't we'll have, had we'll have it before. To, and then we'll yeah. pick some music that so we'll tingles want. in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Maybe it's a lot So maybe some of this will make... So I'm eating this rice dish with what? the jambon. What do you think about? And it's, it's, yeah, like in the back of my, in the top of my mouth, there's this tingle. And I've never seen this in America. It's fascinating. When you eat it, it's just, a, it's not as much as the cachaça with this in it, with, with the alcohol, but it's very pleasurable. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like it's, uh, you don't usually feel. <laughs> I'm not used to my mouth. Popping while I'm eating rice. Yeah. Are you getting it? Is mm-hmm. it just a little bit? What do you think of it? Pimenta. You haven't had this before either, Maida? Or you have? Only on the cachaça. Okay. What do you think as a, as a Brazilian? It's so different from for where Please I'm used to. So we've been eating here in pure bliss and mostly silence for 20 minutes or so. So we're, uh, <laughs> but now we have to do a pairing. We have a job to do. Um, and we've decided of all the the, the, the the dishes here are all fantastic, but we decided because there's one that's very unique uh, with the jambu, with the jambu that uh, is this it's a, uh, from the Amazon region oh, Brazil, mm-hmm. and it's something that I've never really experienced before. It's this so this rice and shrimp dish that uh, with the jambu that pops in your mouth and like crinkles and it's like there's there's some candies in America that kind of do this but it's so different to have it from something that's actually Natural. healthy yeah. yeah that's not just sugar and so we thought this would be the fun like we'd pick a piece of music would you want to say anything else about the dish do, 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 do you cook a lot with jambu is that is it I gather it's not very common here in Sao Paulo right this is because you're from northern Brazil right it's, it's not common Sao Paulo so Mayera is is uh Good at what she does, and she's been thinking about a piece of music that we could pair with this this fascinating dish. You can see a picture of it online. You honestly can't really. My description of it. It's so hard to yeah, put yeah, this yeah. in words. What we're feeling right now with our mouth tingling while eating rice. But um, Maeda, what do you think is a good piece of music, and why for this for this dish? Well, I was thinking when she was talking about the where this come from. That is from Belém, and they have such a. Indian, so that, that's in northern Brazil? Northern okay. in Brazil, and they have such an Indian native herita- mm-hmm. heritage. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the first thing that came to my mind was Villa Lobos again, mm-hmm. because Good. he fantastic. collected many of these 
chants, if you, not, not a chant, melodies, but there's like melodies, or, yeah, yeah uh, from the Indians. Also, he traveled uh, in the Northeast, mm -hmm. so he collected this, like a thing of Kodai did, mm -hmm. in, yeah, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, and he collected and he orchestrated, and so he did his thing mm -hmm. in his music. There's this, um, is that, it's not a suite, but it's a series of compositions from him mm -hmm. that is called Shoros. You say Shoros in Latin. <laughs> <laughs> the first piece we played actually is the Shoros number five, mm -hmm. the piano one, mm -hmm. the Brazilian soul. Mm -hmm. And this one is the the one that I picked is the Shoros number 10 that okay. has choir and orchestra. Ah, okay. And you cannot understand the words. I mean, mm -hmm. I cannot because it's Indian language. Okay, yeah. And then he mixed with a famous melody at that time. Mm, okay. So it's it's very beautiful. And so you think that it, how does it match with this food? Why do you think it's a good pair? Well, of course, because of where it comes from. Yeah. And this, it's hard to explain when we feel that we belong to a place, but this food makes me feel like I belong to this place and this food belongs mm, to this place. Yeah. I would never I eat like this that. in America and I would think, oh, this is a ma an yeah. application. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And the music yeah. is the same. When I, yeah. okay. Every Brazilian person, I guess, here, and even if the person has never heard before, mm -hmm. would be like, this is definitely Brazilian from the Northeast. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It's okay. like a feeling okay. of belonging yeah. yeah it's yeah. hard to explain yeah because it's not a real thing yeah it's a feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. sensation I like that. but i i think mm -hmm. we will all feel the same all the brazilians at the table yeah and we'll see what the american thing yeah but. so okay so and you said maybe we could start listening not at the very beginning but what's a good moment i think when the, when the choir starts when the choir starts of course not the choir biased, conductor yeah <laughs> okay well so let's go ahead and give one more time the title of the piece Shoros number 10. Okay. Has go put us on. Okay, well, let's go ahead and give a little bit of a listen okay. to that. I think you've done a fantastic job. I'm just going <laughs> to interrupt, and, and I mean, I'll ask the guests here in a minute, the Brazilians, if they feel Brazilian from this. But I, what, that's a fantastic piece that I think catches so much about this this cuisine we're having here is the most energy of life. Um, but what, what did you think, our, our chef? 
Yeah. What, do you, what do you think? Yes, do you think? Yes. <laughs> well, you're on I, I, I feel sad. <laughs> um, so what, what do you think? Do you think that this piece of music um, matches well with this, this dish that you think? I, I think it's, it's well. Mm-hmm. Because uh, remember the, the, uh, the Indian culture and uh, the, uh, the, the beat. Um, remember the... Uh, the feeling that the, the, the shaking, the shaking, mm-hmm. the shaking feeling yeah. of the jambu. Yeah. Um, and for, for, for a few seconds, the, you feel the, uh, your, your mouth in shaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and the beat of the music. Mm-hmm. Remember and, this. And yeah. um, I think it's. it's yeah. It's why it's represented yeah. by my, my, my dish. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. High five. We <laughs> It's interesting because she says, since of the beginning, she said that her, he, she feels her mouth shaking. Yeah. And we were like trying to find words to describe yeah. it. He was helping. And yeah. she said like shaking. And then yeah. it's exactly what this, this part of the song yeah. is like yeah. all the shakers and like, that's very interesting. I I didn't think of that, but when you said immediately, like yeah, yeah, that's all. That's it. Yeah. So um, this has been um, such a pleasure. So by the way, so if you're listening, we started this at around one, and it's now about six. So so this this has been about a five hour lunch, and it's been just an absolute pleasure. So many unique and amazing food, so many drinks, and so much good discussion and company. Thank you so much for opening your home um, to both You're of us. Welcome. It has been, it has been, your hospitality has been beyond. It's amazing. Mayita, thank you so much for coming and spending all day uh, chatting music and chatting food and taking so many pictures to help me out. And <laughs> it's been so wonderful. So thank you so much. Uh, the for, yeah, thank you for our butler. For bringing, <laughs> and I'm glad you finally got to eat with us. After. It's a pleasure. To cook to you. Um, oh, thank you. To... to um, I'm, I'm so happy to. Well, thank you. That, that's so happy with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's so sweet. And thank you so much. And hopefully, people, you've enjoyed learning a little bit about Brazilian food in different regions, and learning a little, just a little taste about Brazilian music, and maybe you can explore more. And maybe you'll find yourself down here in Brazil at some point. It's been, um, I've come for the last two years, and it's been just a wonderful experience here. If you yeah, come, so. call us. Yeah. We'll call <laughs> yeah. And you take you to concerts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, thank you so much. I think we can just end with uh, one more cheers here. Yeah. Cheers. cheers. Thank you. This has been such a pleasure of a day. Thank it's you. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> with you. <laughs> Once again, I'm Nick Johnson, and I'd like to thank you for joining us on Classical Pairings. If you're enjoying this podcast, never miss a future episode by subscribing to Classical Pairings on your favorite podcast platform. You can download bonus pairings at classicalmusicindy.org. Just click Listen, Podcasts, and then Classical Pairings. Classical Pairings is a production of Classical Music Indy, a listener-supported producer of classical music radio syndication, streaming, podcasts, and note magazine. Learn more at classicalmusicindy.org. Our producer for Classical Pairings is Ezra Baker-Truppiano, and our sound engineer is Gabriel Harley. Our theme music was composed by Frank Felice. Cheers, and see you next time. Thank you.